0: I was
1: going to say, is this episode 52? So is this your one year anniversary show? Yeah, <laughs> I was just, I was about to say, this is a, yeah, our 52nd episode. We released our promo on the 30th, no, 29th of September. No, no, it was, th- we promoted it on the
2: 30th, although we let we let it release on 29th.
1: Okay. Do you remember? Not really, but we'll, <laughs> we'll go with that. And th- this comes out 27th of September. So yeah, just two days short. So that's good. I, I always think of, do you know the meme of Paul Rudd?
2: No. Who's Paul Rudd?
0: Ant-Man.
1: Yeah, yeah, Ant-Man. And it's, it's like him going, uh, who would have thought we'd be here? Not me. <laughs> or who would have thought we'd be here? And he's talking to like Sean, the Hot Ones host. But, yeah, that's mad.
2: Wait, did you say Hot Ones? I need to watch that one.
1: I, I watched one with Dua
2: Lipa with Anna and James the other day. Yeah, apparently you fancy her. <laughs> that's, that's what Anna and James told <laughs> me. I mean, she's playing. I I didn't know she liked hip-hop as much as she did. But
1: obviously, I have to shoot for the stars with that one, mate. Okay. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 42 of the Third Wheel. That's 42, one year. What? 42, Aaron. Did I say 42? I'm starting in again. No, no, I'm starting out no, like no, again. No, no, i again. i that <laughs> uh, That's probably going to stay in, but I'll just, I'll just pretend <laughs> like it's not staying in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 52 of the Third Wheel. Yeah, that's 52 episodes. That's our one year anniversary. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron Conway.
2: And I'm your other host, Hamish.
1: And today we are joined by a fellow podcaster podcast host of It's Pretty Personal priti would you like to introduce yourself
0: hi everybody i'm priti and i like these guys said i'm a fellow podcaster so i 25 born and bred in london and i have a corporate job in the city but i also have my own podcast which caters towards like more of the south asian perspective but to be honest anyone can listen to it like i've covered topics like anxiety why we care so much about what other people think i think for me podcasts for the past year or so has been a way for me to just consume content like i will listen to them a lot during my day job like whilst I was working I would just be listening to podcasts because I just think it was so interesting that I was listening to someone's conversation but I could relate to that person but I've never met them before And I'm quite a creative person so and I'm always talking I love talking so I kind of always imagined like imagine if I made my own podcast or what would it be if I had my own platform Because you see people doing it and it seems so cool, but you never think that you can do it yourself. And to be honest, at the time, like, I never really believed in myself. A lot of it was because I I cared a lot about what people thought of me. But I think it got to around September time and I was like, no, I can never find, like, a South Asian podcast. But even if it was South Asian, it was more American. But I never really found a British South Asian podcast. And I was like, wow, like, I'm sure there's so many South Asian girls out there or guys that listen to podcasts. but they probably just haven't found one that they can 100% relate to. Because I feel like if you guys relate or not, but like I think being from the UK and being South Asian, like you're 50-50, like you're not 100% British, but you're not 100% South Asian as well. And your own kind of hybrid. And I think we have our own, not issues, but we have our own challenges in terms of when are we traditional and when are we like British and just the culture clash. And I think that's something that I really wanted to talk about was more like, My cultural identity, like stigmatised topics in our community that shouldn't really be stigmatised about. So from September, I started like slowly, slowly working on it. So I was like creating my own logo. I started researching on like what microphones. I started writing scripts of topics that I wanted to use for my season. I kind of just make a plan, but it was only until lockdown. Like I think it was like June or like end of May June is like when I launched my podcast that it kind of became a reality. Like it's been this plan in my head for like past, I don't know, like year. But I've only had the podcast now for like four months. So it's honestly crazy how much it's grown. And I'm just so thankful for all the support and that people want to listen to me. Like I'm just a normal yeah. girl from London and they just want to listen to me.
1: Yeah, I feel I feel like I don't know if people want to listen to us, we're just still doing it though. <laughs> 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 Tough <laughs> Uh what what's some of the, like the main things you've like learned from it, I guess, the experience?
0: I think connecting with people. I think there are so many people out there with such amazing stories that I would never have met if I'd not done the podcast. And I'm really grateful that I've actually got to connect with these people. And the fact that these people want to be on my podcast, it's like they're reaching out to me and to be like, hi, I would love to share my story on your platform. Like that means so much to me. So I think that's one thing that I really learned is how to connect with people and not be awkward. as well because i'm quite awkward person sometimes and i get really shy but to be more open and be more vulnerable and just speaking your story can kind of encourage people to then say their own story and a lot of times people have the same story as you i think that's one thing that i've learned it's just the power of being relatable i guess
1: anything you do differently
0: I think the tech stuff is always something that's been particularly difficult. Just all my recordings so far have been like over Zoom, but I guess like I would like to start meeting guests in person, but I would just never know how to do that. Like how do you record like face-to-face and then the editing and the interfaces and the tech stuff and (laughs) all of that kind of stuff? Like it seems really complicated. So I think that's like one of the, like that's a negative for me is that because there's so much stuff online about it, I just get really confused. Yeah. So I think that yeah, for sure. What about you guys?
2: We think face to face is actually a hell of a lot easier than it is online. Really? And with technical people as well. We think the quality
1: is better and the conversation just floats a lot better.
0: See, I would love to do that. I would honestly love to do that.
1: So we did our first twenty seven episodes, face to face, all of them. And that's just yeah, it's just I think the main thing for me was just being able to read people's body language is a lot easier when you're face to face. And like maybe if they don't want to necessarily answer a, a particular question or you're going down something they find boring, maybe you can like quickly like switch it up or something whereas on a zoom call it's a lot harder to kind of read that
2: and usually since it's in a home like environment whether it's aaron's house or the guest house it makes it like a lot more how does it like warm i guess
0: yeah that's the big reason why i want to start having guests is because i i prefer face-to-face interaction than like zoom but i guess covid Mm -hmm. is like the reason why we can't really be seeing each other face-to-face
1: yeah, but I guess COVID's the reason, was that kind of like the turning point which kind of pushed you to actually start it?
0: Yeah, I really had an effort moment and I was like, now or never. Like, I had the time and I think before pre-COVID, I always kind of was like, no, I'm too busy. I can't do it. I've got this going on and that going on. Granted, I was very busy. So it was never a priority for me. It was a dream that I kind of just had. But I think having lockdown and then having that time aside to be like actually no I want to do this was I think that really did that push me over the edge and actually start this and I think it was quite nice because there were a few people that I knew that were also starting podcasts so it was like I wasn't alone in it so to speak there was always people that I could reach out for for support even for little things like what podcasting hosts to use or yeah what else is there like how to record with guests online just like little <laughs> things like that like people think are so easy it's really not so I think that it's like that kind of helps me but also just having the time to actually psych myself up to do it so to speak
2: also where can they find your podcasts
0: so my podcast is on all platforms so spotify apple podcast if you're on apple podcast and you like it please leave a review i'm gonna plug myself here um <laughs> i'm also on google podcast Stitcher, i guess anywhere that you listen to your podcast but also i'm on instagram at pretty personal and twitter as well at pretty personal so yeah that's all my social plugs though I'm, I'm damned with my shameless tugging <laughs> now.
1: And after you've gone and rated and reviewed uh, Pretty's podcast, go over to ours and rate ours and review ours, please. Because we've only got one. Our one review at the moment is from our first ever guest. And it's just it's lit fire emoji, fire emoji, fire you emoji. You got
2: beef with Yash, Aaron. You still got beef 52
1: episodes later. Of course, I haven't got beef with Yash. <laughs> but I feel like we need yeah. if someone goes to our podcast, oh, yeah, and, and we sees, know we that's get the views the on Apple Podcasts. So leave yeah, a exactly. review. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Sandra. Karen. Uh, i've run out of names
0: i'll say it's lit fire my ma- fire emoji fire emoji fire emoji fire emoji fire, fire, there you go
1: oh uh, i'll be low-key triggered i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. What, what what are some of the uh some of your favorite topics you've covered so far on your podcast or what's the favorite do you have a favorite one?
0: Oh, i think my favorite one has to be society's ideal desi girl and i kind of did that with my friends
1: do you know what i listened to that today yeah i've listened to that
0: do you like, guys
2: like it? I did. I'm not gonna. I don't watch the that show that you lot said the Netflix show, but mm. and I probably won't watch it because I don't. I think it's not something I'd watch. But yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of your podcast is hella relatable. I'm just like fucking. Even though obviously it's meant for I guess for more probably a female audience. I'm just like yeah. I definitely understand and I definitely get this. And I'm just like yeah. And I know we don't
1: touch on the topics usually unless the guest wants to. So
0: yeah,
1: I did watch it. Uh, the show. Making. What did you think of it? I, I like the show. Obviously, there are aspects of like things i i just don't agree with but I, I enjoyed it as like a just a tv show you know a tv mm-hmm. like a trashy kind of tv show that you can just put on in the background yeah but yeah i, I yeah i don't think i can uh don't think i'd be able to deal with a seema from
0: Mumbai. <laughs> no same i think i'll get very angry i was very against watching the show at the start so when my friends told me about it i was like why am i going to watch this? this sounds so derogatory like to women and i was like oh no I don't want to watch this but then I think I was like being very naive and I was like no I feel like I need to give this a chance and I did and it was I got very invested in like some of the people on that show I was like oh I really hope you find someone like there were like tears when that girl got stood up yeah. I was like why would you do that
1: oh yeah, yeah she was really nice as well yeah even I'm going to call her out as well I, I slid into the DMs of one of them not in that way <laughs> But from, from the uh, Third Wheel account, because I was like, oh, she'd be a really good guest to have on. It was and a bear flirting not... going on.
2: I read, I read some of these messages. I saw the
1: heart emoji. What do you mean? She never replied. She just aired me. Story uh, of your which, life. Which, which one? is It's not a partner. Is it Nadia? No, no, it wasn't Nadia. It was the one who was like kind of trying to defy, was going against Seema and her like...
0: Oh, Ankita.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the name. But yeah, if she's listening, can you reply, please? Because uh, <laughs> you just aired me. <laughs> So you said that they pick people out based on,
2: I guess, certain qualities or they look for certain qualities in people. It's called three traits. So I guess the equivalent of three qualities in a person. So this means that what would you ideally like in a partner? And this would mean obviously excluding the, you know, the good looking, they're just generally a nice person already and so on.
0: I'm so intrigued to hear yours as well. But um, mine would be, I think, someone that's independent. That's quite important to me. Someone that's humble and doesn't have an ego. And someone that's quite active.
1: What do you mean, back then?
0: As in, I I like running, I like going to the gym, I like hiking, stuff like that. Like, like someone that is like actively doing stuff and not just a couch potato, like just sits in front of the TV all day.
2: Yeah, Aaron, do you have you ever figured yours out, or do you want me to give what the audience already assume of you?
0: Why don't you do it for each other? So why don't you do? Hey, oh. you do what you think Aaron's would be, and Aaron, you should do what Hey should
2: be. <laughs> I mean, that's what's been done, and we now have basic. God, you you go first, Hamish, because you're not going to nice me. You're not going to give the usual one.
1: You give. Me I need to muscle. see if you nice me, and then I'll decide if sure. I. If but I you know, I'm not. You, you know,
2: I can't nice to you by default, bro. All right. But so the first one it.
1: is she has to have a boyfriend. The
2: second one is it has to be someone who controls him, um, tells him what to do. Like if you to- if you. I don't about that one. That's that's a bit of. A if she told him not to link Hamish, don't link Hamish, something like that. Depends
1: <laughs> if she was right. She probably has a point, to be honest.
2: <laughs> and the third one is basically independence. I guess would be the third one.
1: So you gave me two rude ones and then one nice one.
2: Yeah, I can't wait for the rude ones on mine now. Okay. Uh
1: Number one for Hamish is that she must listen to Skepta. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's not really rude. I'll take that. Okay. The second one is that she must be willing to go to Chicken Cottage for the first date. And the third one is just when they're older, just have like loads of cats. You know, you have those like people like really old and they just have loads of cats.
2: Can I just say that you said it one specific animal, but I would like all three. I like cats, dogs and parrots. So fuck you. I'm going to train them so that they know that you're an enemy. So like not in like a way to bite you or attack you, you know, but just to like in a way to troll you. If anytime Aaron's around, they'll be just like, you know, one may just come and like, what is a troll thing a
1: pet can do? Just
2: come and like, you know, nudge Aaron and then run away. Something like that.
1: I'm not. I'm, no, I'm not coming to your house. <laughs> yeah, no. I I just had a problem with this. I guess this question when we first started it. I don't like the word trait either. When I think of traits, I think of like FIFA and like free kick specialist and aerial threat. That's me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel. I feel like we should just skip this because I'm just going to waffle. I'm not going to lie. Nish, there you go.
2: Uh, once again, Aaron has not been able to answer your question.
1: One year later. To so. be honest, they just. They just. I just have to find them attractive and they have to be nice to me and I'm, I'm probably in love with them. Not going to lie. <laughs> That's pretty much how it goes.
2: So then, Aaron, do you believe that... Does love at first sight exist for you then?
1: What are your two answers, both of you? Like, if you're asked that question, like a yes or no thing. Are you more on the yes side or are you more on the no side? I'd say no. I'd say on interaction based. I wouldn't say sight. I don't think it is on sight. But I'd say in your first interaction, I would say it is possible. Really? I'm not saying I have or I will. I don't think it's common, but I feel like somebody somewhere... Also, we could get a lot deeper into this and be like, what is love? Yeah? Oh. Because like I feel like it could be different for different people, yeah. They could consider love to be something different to what you do. So then they could really believe, like, with the whole heart, that they have fallen in love with this person just after interacting with them for the first time. And because there's no like definition for what love is really, Mm. I feel I feel it's very hard to discount somebody saying they fell in love with someone like at first sight or first interaction
0: yeah I get what you mean I think everyone has their own definitions I feel like recently I've started to form my own definition of it so I think for me love to me is when I think about them not in my life I want to cry That that's how I know I love them kind of thing
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: but I don't think love at first sight exists because like I feel like movies have romanticized the f out of it and, yeah yeah for sure and it's idiots like me that still pay to watch those movies that <laughs> because like I think it's that like, it is that whole notion of romanticized of like you see it and then the perfect one and they get married when re- re- reality isn't like that reality is a lot of ups and downs and you're liking people that are not liking you back dating apps this that and the other like there's a lot that the films just don't tell you about
1: yeah what do you think's the furthest you could feel at first sight or first interaction
0: that you're fond of someone
1: yeah like you like them you're interested
2: in them i think yeah i think so like by interested i mean that could obviously stem to it so like you're like oh you just got along really well like you either clicked or something yeah you cracking banter wherever else there was on that first interaction because can't say first interaction happened at one place for everyone it could happen anywhere
0: but then what are we talking about interaction are we talking face-to-face interaction or are we talking via text message interaction because we're a digital generation
1: oh yeah no I would say in person I definitely don't think you can fall in love with someone over the first like few messages sent
0: be like hi (laughs) smiley face yeah. How
1: are you? Actually, to be fair. No, no, no. Yeah, so Hamish, what are you saying then?
2: Yeah, I think at first interaction, you can definitely get like really high interest and then it can lead to it. But yeah, like I think at first interaction, you could definitely like be super, 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 like get super interest in someone. I want to know them more, want to meet up again, slash date.
1: And yeah, that's that's where I stand on that. Okay, I'm going to play a bit of a... Uh, I'm not saying I do believe, I'm just putting this out. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying I do believe love at first sight exists, yeah. Say you have a kid, (laughs) yeah? Okay. And then you see your kid. That, I would think, is love at first sight. Obviously, a different kind of love, but you feel love for this person at first sight. Obviously, there's like a connection kind of thing. But why can't you feel a love of some sort to someone else, another human that you've just met? You could
2: could love their humour, but you may not love them as a person fully yet. You'd feel love at first sight, right? But wouldn't it be love
1: of the product, love of a product of you? But the ability to feel that love for someone immediately. But then you would have only think that's possible for like doing that for another
2: person. It's first sight when you see them in the sodogram or whatever. Probably butchered that saying that, isn't it?
0: Oh, that was that's very that's very deep. Like that's, that's you're going.
2: Yeah, well, Aaron, Aaron, <laughs> I'm misanswering answering
1: Aaron's question with another dumb um, question, isn't it? Hey mate, I'm just producing content.
0: <laughs> I actually agree with Aaron. Actually, I think. When we think about love at first sight, we think about romantic love, but we never think about like a mother's love towards a child. So I actually do believe that love at first sight exists when you're a mother seeing your baby for the first time, but not in a romantic
1: setting. Not when you're a father, clearly.
0: Um, I don't know. I can't relate.
1: Oh, no, no. I'm going to count. I'll, I'll, mate, I'll cry. I'll be crying there. (laughs) Your wife
2: would have given birth and you're, and she's the one in pain, but you're the one crying.
0: But that just reminds me of like those memes in it about, um, you know, when it's like dads in the delivery room and they're faint or there's, like, uh, yeah. they're like breathing more heavily than the actual woman that's giving birth.
1: Yeah. Oh, am I going to be that person? I don't know. No, 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 I wouldn't. No, well, no, you'll I You'll be holding a hand, Aaron. Yeah, of course I'll be holding her hand, man. If she wants me to hold her hand, I'll hold her hand. If she wants me to get out of the room, I'll get out of the room. Whatever. <laughs> She's delivering my child. Get I'll do what she wants. Yeah. Because so, like love at first sight exists in that situation. So I feel like it could be possible for love at first interaction to exist, but in another situation, Aaron,
2: you're having interaction with your child as all well right away. So the first sight thing is kind of flawed,
1: I Me, mean, If I saw my baby from across the room, I would love that baby
2: across. Why would you be across the room?
1: Because my wife's told me to go across the room because she needs <laughs> to. She needs space because <laughs> you're too fat.
2: Um.
1: <laughs> all right. Um, so I think you can definitely say, like, according to your definition, love at first sight doesn't exist according to my first. definition yeah yeah yes
0: it does and mean, I, think, I think unless you're having a baby mine,
1: yeah yeah and i think according to mine it doesn't either yeah but if somebody according to their definition has felt that that's calm but that's also I, I i had this conversation earlier like a few days ago and it's almost saying that you can say that about anything like just give it their definition of something arbitrary and then they can say it exists because their definition I do think that's a bit different because I feel like love is something that hasn't got a definition. Or I think most things do have a definition. If I see a cat or a dog at first sight, it's love. That's what I'm <laughs> telling you. I mean, yeah, uh, each their own. If you want to love a cat, that's, that's hard. Uh, like that's...
0: <laughs> We're not judging you, Hamish. Yeah, yeah.
1: We don't judge on the third rule.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask yeah, when Jada Smith saw August, do you think that was love at first sight? Hashtag entanglement. For those who don't know, um, I'm talking about um, Jada Smith, who is Will Smith's wife, who had a, as she calls it, entanglement with another um, R&B artist. Do you know the full story to this?
0: No, I don't. I, d- I have no idea. I, re- I saw it on Instagram and I kind of was like, oh, something's happened.
1: Yeah, Will Smith <laughs> and Jada Pinkett Smith are married and it was recently like started going off on Twitter because it was found out that she had what she described as an entanglement with a guy named August. And by entanglement, it was basically like a relationship while they were married. And then they did this thing where they sat down at a red table, which I think is her thing. I think that's Jada's.
0: Yeah, it's her show.
1: Yeah, yeah. And they sat down at a table and then for like 10 minutes just talked about this entanglement or this situation. I've I've seen quite a few differing opinions on it. And then when they sat down at a red table, I don't know, have you seen it? Like that conversation?
0: No, I haven't. I haven't seen
1: it. I thought, Hamish, have you seen it? Yeah, did they say they were on a break and then this happened? Well, like yeah. they were, they were pretty much apart.
2: Oh, uh, they were on a well. I don't know. Like basically, from what I understood, it was a rough patch, but it wasn't like agreed that they could just go see other partners or something. But then I guess Jada thought that i I'm not entirely sure what interpretation was taken out of this by either party. But I wouldn't. I mean, I don't think Jada was in the right to do that without, I
1: guess, Will's consent or whatever.
0: This reminds me of a Friends episode.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah
0: on, the, on, the, when, on the break. The, on the break, yeah.
1: So if you take for the friends point of view, yeah, do you think Ross was fine Ooh, to do that?
0: Oh, That's a good question.
1: Hamish, to fill you in, there's a friends episode and Ross and Rachel are a couple on friends, kind of an on-off thing. And then they said they were taking a break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Ross went the same night or whatever. He went and slept with another woman. And then that was like revealed that he slept with someone else. And then Rachel kind of like, had it go in but he was like we were on a break
2: i don't think a break means that you can get into another like relationship with someone else i think that just means that you just need some time and space away from each other not to be you know bashing one out with someone else
0: yeah i agree i think like a break is like i don't know like you're just technically just taking a break like you're not actually broken up you're just like i need some space like Let's take a break. If you said there was, I am breaking up with you, and he did that, that's different. But saying you're taking a break, that just means I need some time out. Like It's like yeah. when you have a lunch break at school, it's like, I need some time to not be <laughs> studying.
2: You know what I mean? <laughs> that's a mad comparison. I was just going to say, like, <laughs> if they're just both gone back to their parents' house temporarily, or like if one's gone on holidays with the lads and the other's gone on the holidays with the girls, like something like that, like that's like a break. Because they may have lived together for every single day. You know, as they see each other every day and they may be like, oh, yeah, we've seen each other every day for the past 10 years.
1: I'm just going to go on a holiday with, without you, with my friends. So I think, first of all, there just needed to be more clarification on that situation. Like Wait, I Between feel, who? like we'll, Between we'll Ross and Rachel. It, yeah. There needed to be, well, from what we saw on Friends, they needed better communication in that situation, I feel. Like, I'm not saying what Ross did was right. But he could have fully interpreted that as they were breaking up.
0: But in that moment, who thinks, in it? Because I feel like when someone, everyone has different definitions. Again, this is, come back to the definitions. Some people think taking a break means that you're okay to see other people. Some people think taking a break literally means time out. So maybe, like, I think he should have just clarified and just be like, so just to clarify, we can see other people. But if you say that to someone that you're taking a break with, isn't that going to make the other person so
1: mad? Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah, so that's why I find the Will and Jada one absolutely shambles the
1: situation that happened.
2: And the fact that I was under the rug, I guess, for so long. Wait, are they still together? Like, I don't understand what Yeah, yeah, afterwards. I'm pretty
1: sure they're together. And there's a lot of rumours as well that Will Smith hasn't been faithful as well.
2: Rumours, but no yeah, one
1: has anything. Rumors. So, yeah. But yeah, I, th- I feel like once you're in like, a relationship, like in their case, marriage, you just can't be doing shit like that. Even in the Ross and Rachel situation, I feel like, I don't know, if Frost liked Rachel so much, you wouldn't have done that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like it just wouldn't have like crossed your mind. You'd be too busy like crying. But then maybe that could be like his, the way he dealt with that situation. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, because didn't he go to a club and he got like really drunk and he can't, he didn't really remember like, it Yeah, yeah, or, he like, didn't he remember it, it fully. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of felt really guilty the, like the night after. Yeah. but that, That's, you're bad, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's all a, bit, a little bit awkward. Um, yeah. <laughs> this brings up a question that I was, it's a totally like kind of different question. But go for it. Will Smith, yeah, his name's Will Smith, and Jada kept her original name, I assume, Jada Pinkett Smith. So I assume her name was Jada Pinkett, and then she added Smith onto it. So Hamish, this is a question for you. Okay. If you are getting married yeah, mm-hmm. and your girl doesn't want to take Lackmaine...
2: That's fine. What's wrong with that?
1: Okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So whams your kids? Basically, the ideal
2: situation is, we'll probably have to figure out a way so that all the kids could... We'll have to figure out a solution, at, like, whose surname does she want as well? And if we should have a middle name in a certain way, maybe we have to roll the dice or flip a coin for it. Yeah, flip a coin. So the middle name is one of ours, and then the last name is the other person's, and that would solve it. That is like a fair enough choice, you know, a fair enough solution. I think. Right. Well, this is only really right now, off the top of my head, an easy solution I can think of there. And obviously, the kids, if they wanted to, they could change that at a later date. But I'm not going to force them to do that. I'll just be like, look, yeah, me and your mom decided that. <laughs> for example, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. As a, that was an outline example I was going to use, but. <laughs> I was going to say, I lost my train of thought because you got divulged so much. Okay, yeah, I'm,
1: I'm moving on from you. Fruity, uh, <laughs> uh, have you ever yeah. thought, like, if you marry someone, Ooh. would you want to keep your own surname?
0: I would like to.
1: Yeah, because it is like a, a bit of an old-fashioned thing, right? Keeping the man, men's is. surname.
0: And I just feel like girls these days are so much more modern. And, like, if girls and guys are equal in society, and this is going to get really deep. Mm -hmm. Why is it that the girl has to take the guy's name? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And so I would prefer it if I double-barreled my name and I can double-barrel my children's names because for me, it's more than just a name. It's the whole principle of equality. Like, Mm -hmm. the reason that we take the man's name is because in history, history dictates that it's a man-dominated society. Mm -hmm. So if we can do something little, like, just keep our surname, like... And have that choice. I guess it's a choice more than. What do you mean
2: by double barrel, by the way?
0: So that, like, for example, have my surname and their surname together. Like, so okay. it's like, you know, like, oh, you combine Pinkett in one word. Yeah. yeah, like you know how it's Smith, like it will be like that. Okay. Just because, but then I guess it ha- it depends how deep it is to you. Like some people don't identify with their surnames, and hmm. that's fine. While some people really like their surname, like no, I want to keep it. So I guess it's individual choice. I think for me, there's a bigger reason to it for me it's the fact that i want to see being equal in my marriage with my partner i don't want if a marriage is supposed to be equality why am i taking the man's name does that make sense
2: yeah so then what about the child's one as all then there your... will be
0: double barrel too
2: oh okay. oh yeah oh. wait isn't that what i said aaron what was wrong with that's exactly what i said in a more better in better english basically yeah yeah i in I, a I more uh... intellectual way <laughs> yeah it just helps
1: me understand it better <laughs> but where does that end what do you mean where's that end? so your kid now has oh. a double barrel surname. They marry someone else it's now. No choice, is it? their grandchild gonna have a double barrel, double barrel?
0: I never thought of that.
2: You know. exactly.
1: I was in the shower and I was I thinking would about never this, thought about that. and I was my head was spinning.
2: Here's the here's the twist. Here, basically, a lot of I guess what I've seen, for example, Asian or like you actually not you an Asian. Um, I've seen like usually they take the first name of like for example their dad as their surname. Wait, what? So basically, in your ca- in our cases, it's actually very unique. It's not, yeah. So in my case. What well, is my surname is actually my granddad's name. Yeah, my dad never made it so that his name is my surname, if that makes sense. But my dad's surname is his dad's first name. So yours dad's surname's not luckman No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> what? Basically, oh, okay. Look, yeah. I mean, based on the guitar I can read and on the um, you know, the photo frame there for the, the thing, I'm a hundred percent sure that my grandfather's name is my dad's surname, and then so then my mom's side one, my mom's side father. Her surname is her father's name. So first name. But then for us, here, they didn't really carry it down like that the same way. What happened was we we just ended up because she took, obviously, my dad's surname. Then I just basically took that surname. But my dad's name is actually my middle name. So basically, like usually I said, I'm a screwed up here And basically, usually I've seen a lot of cases where it's usually the dad's first name. And sometimes the mother's name is the maiden name or something. Or if something happened, they split, whatever. They take the mother's surname. Can you give an example? So you've got a John, a John Smith. Can we use Asian names, please? We're, t- we're talking about inequality and everything. So okay, you've got got you've,
1: you've got an Aaron Conway. <laughs> Aaron Conway. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: such a South Asian name, Aaron Conway. Uh,
2: <laughs> I'll give you a generic one. Yeah. You could use Raj.
1: Well, no, you use it. You use it. because yeah, I I don't really know what you're talking
2: about, to be honest. Okay, cool. So there's pretty. Pre, come up with a girl first name and surname. I'll come up with a guy's first name and surname really quickly. So I'm just gonna say Raj Patel, very easy solution. Wow,
1: wow! There you How go. stereotypical of you.
0: Oh god, you took my surname. <laughs>
2: oh, you could. Oh, I got, no, I got another one. I thought another one. Shaw. You could have the Patel. I'll okay. Say All right, cool. That, those are very basic ones, right? So wait, what's the female name?
0: I see, Pooja Patel. All
2: right, Pooja Patel and Raj Shaw. get married. Okay. And they, ki- they have kids. Yeah. Regardless of gender, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Wait,
1: wait. Let me write this down. Hang on. <laughs>
0: Okay,
1: you've, you've I love that you're getting a pen out You've got Raj Raj
2: Shah and Pooja Patel Now what would happen here is So say they had a kid, any gender, ignore it Basically the surname would be the dad's first name usually
0: So so the kid's surname would be
2: Raj
1: First we need to figure out what their surname's going to be once they're married
2: Are you saying that they're going to double barrier or are they saying one's taken the other I don't other?
1: know, you're, you're telling us
2: no okay I'm saying say say let's take in the case that I'm familiar with that I've seen happen in a lot of cases yeah. which is what I'm saying is so let's just say the woman either um keeps oh sorry the lady either keeps her surname and adds on the what do you call it so makes it double barrel makes her surname double barrel essentially but what does the
1: guy do this is true
2: he could go double barrel as well innit? that would be that would be another level of I've never For seen equality, that but be funny.
1: both will go double barrel yeah okay cool so raj becomes raj shah patel
2: yeah does it matter of the order of which one goes first, like Patel or Shaw? Like, how do you I d- decide? I this? don't
0: know. I don't think it's that deep.
2: Okay, okay. For example, in my parents' case, basically, they took obviously their surnames were based off their dad's first name. Okay, what about Raj and Puja, though? Raj
1: and Pudget have now have to, had a kid.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So their kid, their kid will just, for example, could have, you know, first name and then the surname would be Raj. So, like, I assumed that was meant to be the case for me, but someone screwed it up. Kids' names,
1: uh, Let's say the kid's name's Pablo. Oh, so we're going with the theme of not naming the kids. <laughs> yeah, they want to be different, you know. <laughs> okay.
2: Or um, was well, a typo on the birth certificate, you know, yeah, same yeah, as me. Yeah.
1: Um, so now you're saying that kid's name surname would be
2: Raj. It'd be
0: Pablo
1: Raj.
2: That's how basically, for example, a lot of, I've from what I've seen Asian and even like other people I met at uni, I've seen a lot of their surname and so on, is based on. This is my experience. Yeah. This could obviously be completely different to anyone else's. However, as I said, like, in our case, it's, it's different, yeah? Because in my case, I, I don't know whether it was a screw-up or misunderstanding or if it was meant to be like that, but basically, I have the same surname as my dad, but I have his first name as my
1: middle name. Again, though, in this situation, we are favouring the men because we're taking the man's name.
2: Yeah, but that's, that's the society thing that's already there. But obviously, I guess um, that's what we said happened in the past, but if we're in the future, if we're changing it, what we could do is just simply... What was the du- the double barrel option, right? So, wait, what's the surname? Now? Pablo Puja sounds like a sick name, to be fair.
0: Honestly, it yeah. actually does. P- double
1: wait, P- What if okay. Pablo took the first name of his mother instead? Yeah, yeah. But what, what was what were you going to say if we were
2: just use the double barrel surname and it? it
1: solves it?
0: So it'll be Pablo Sha Char... Unless you're saying Patel. that's, if,
2: that's too, if you're saying that's going to cause issues down the line.
1: Yeah, that's going to cause issues down the line because now Pablo has met, um. Oh. Has Rachel. met has met Rachel, yeah. He's met Rachel Green as well.
2: What's wait? She needs a double barrel source, um, I guess. Actually, yeah, she's too. also the Rachel
1: Green Geller. That's her name. What? <laughs> yes, it's all right. Rachel.
0: So their kid is going to be having four surnames. This is
1: okay. Yeah. So Rachel Green Geller is now marrying Pablo Shah Patel. So now we've got a problem.
2: No, no. Okay, I, I okay. Here I figured out a solution to this. I see. I see where the problem. What problem was happening, Aaron? So what you need to do here, I guess, is just do the first names, do it for the kid. Just, what was it? Double barrel, double barrel the first names into the kid's surname and then keep doing that and that will solve the problem. So for example, Pablo would be Pablo. Wait, what's the guy's name that I said? What's his dad's name? <laughs> Raj. <laughs> Pablo, Pablo Raj Pooja or Pablo Pooja Raj, whatever. Yeah. And then yeah, the, wherever kids that him and Rachel have are going to be kid name followed by, you know, Rachel, Raj or whatever. I like how you made it alliteration as well.
0: I just wish people could see Aaron's face right now because he <laughs> looked so confused.
1: Okay, I, I think I've got you. So Raj Shah has married Pooja Patel mm-hmm. and they've, they, once they got married, it became Raj Shah Patel and Pooja Shah Patel. Yeah, And then they had a kid and called it Pablo... Are you saying they called it Pablo Raj Pooja?
2: Yeah, that, that would
1: resolve the issues. So now... Rachel and Pablo
2: have married. And Who's Rachel's parents?
0: Oh, what?
1: I'm joking, I'm joking. On. I, don't, I, don't, I just wanted to mess with him. <laughs> no.
0: Aaron's already confused. Don't confuse him anymore.
1: Yeah. I'm already stressed out from the three traits question and now this. Fucking hell. No, no, because no, I'm, I'm confused now because Rachel Green Geller and Pablo Raj Pooja get married. Mm-hmm. Now, do their surnames change? Like, we're not, with, talk, we're not talking about kids. Yeah, we're talking about just them getting married
2: it's their choice isn't it because if If they want double barrel they could do double barrel or they can because a
1: previous marriage between raj and Pooja, we just barreled their surnames but we can't go rachel green gello raj Pooja. Raj, yeah that's a bit
0: long you know
2: all right ignore the marriage thing the kid you said the initial issue was with the kid which surname does the kid have right we resolved the kid one.
1: i think you just need to choose a surname and go with it but maybe it shouldn't be as common as always the men having it
2: what if you just make up a new surname for like? There's no, there's nothing against making up a new surname for each
1: one of your kids. For each one of your Every kids. Every time you get married, make up a new surname. Is that what you're saying?
0: A hashtag of your both.
1: or like a couple's name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you have a kid, yeah, basically
2: just give it a random surname. You know, just like if you're just think, think of a random word that you would like or a fruit or something, put it in like a base 64 encoding and then just give that as the surname. It'll be a random bunch of letters and numbers. But Are you be Elon late? Musk? <laughs> <laughs> I might as well be, right?
0: But like, isn't the whole point of a surname like to your family legacy, right? Yeah. He- so if you keep restarting your surname, you're only restarting your family legacy.
2: The thing is, like, legacy is like at the end of the day, somewhere on Wikipedia or something, like it will say the ancestry tree, like you know, like especially in our day and age, like everything from now on will be plainly recorded, like Aaron and person Y, so on. Yeah, like it would always be recorded. So like somewhere it will always say that this is their parent. Like they may not, they may just have a completely different. Um surname. So like you know, for example, Will Smith's son, what's his name? Jaden. Jaden, yeah, yeah. I was going to say the guy who sang Icon.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically I think he was gonna remove his surname and just have nothing. Oh like Adele. Beyonce. But so Hamish, are you not like any do you, does not any part of you feel like I wanna continue the lack mains? Look, yeah. Because I there's basically, a part of me that's like I wanna continue the Conway name.
2: I would want to, but I'm also not fusty if we come to some mutual agreement between me and my partner to have whatever and carry on because yeah at the end of the day like it's going to be still backtraced to for example myself i just think that it doesn't matter if they don't have the exact same the legacy doesn't die there does it like they're still known as yeah yeah. they're still your kids they're still your kids like regardless but Uh, and they'll probably and hopefully they speak about you in a good light you know
1: i don't know Um, i'm not i'm not so sure how i feel about just giving your kid a random surname
2: yeah
0: same i'm I'm no no that was a joke that was a joke
1: that was a joke that was a joke just clarify
0: (laughs) I feel like someone needs to make a system, but I'm not smart enough to make that system. So, And I feel that like Aaron's just become so confused. I was, I was hoping by
1: writing this down, we would figure out a system right now <laughs> that would become famous.
0: I know, but we couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I think it's personal preference at the end of the day. I think it's like, because so, I, like I said, some people's surnames are deep and sometimes surnames are not mm-hmm. deep. But um, I think one way to mitigate that problem actually is to not let the girl take the guy's surname. And just let the women have her own surname and just double barrel the kid's surname.
1: Oh, so you keep, when you're married, you keep your names as is.
0: Yeah, as is.
1: And then the kids just double barrel. That doesn't
2: fix the problem, I guess, in Aaron's case, because he's talking about like double barrowing.
0: <laughs> the kids and the kids, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: It's still, oh damn
0: it. there'll still
1: be problems. Hmm.
0: You need some more shower thoughts. Keep us updated.
2: Yeah, yeah. Look, I don't think it's that deep if they just double barrel it. Like, they can
1: figure out down the line if they want to continue double-barreling We're not going to be alive then. Like, it's
0: not our problem. I'm
1: I'm trying to solve my future kid's problem. My kid's going to be too focused on Project Mbappe to worry about stuff like this.
0: He will listen back to your podcast and be like, what did my dad do?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is he chatting? Bro, he created this bookie system and now I have like 10 (laughs) names in my surname. (laughs) But that is a kind of a scenario where there is a bit of a gender imbalance and i know that's something you talk about quite a lot especially in like south asian communities on your podcast
0: yeah i think i'm definitely one for like i'm so passionate about women being able to just be independent and i think i think a lot of people who are not from the west always assume that people from the west are very free when that's not really the case at all i think there is still a disparity between males and females especially in south asian communities whereby I think males are still the preferred sex compared to females. And that's something that I really want the podcast to bring a light on is that I just want women to be independent and free to make their own decisions and just empower girls to be like, no, I can make my decision. Like, no guy needs to make a decision for me. I think I have my parents are both from India. So I feel that like I've definitely had it a lot harder when it came to like my freedom or trying to do things. I didn't have a sleepover growing up. Like, I wasn't allowed to have sleepovers. I was- wish I did but um like that kind of stuff and it's like as a kid like you feel very like left out I guess when you're like oh I can't go to my friend's house but all my friends are gonna be there, kind of thing so I think it's teaching girls from a very young age to be independent and that you at the end of the day know your life I know your emotions and you need to make the decisions for you don't let anyone control you and yeah I'm very very passionate about that I could talk about that for hours
1: (laughs) so like is there any particular scenario where you feel like yeah, in the South Asian community, that gender imbalance is very prominent.
0: I think a lot of it comes to that marriage okay. or finding someone. I think there's a gender imbalance there because I think women get pressure a lot quicker to find someone than guys do, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I guess every family is different, but I'm guessing I'm just using a generalization. I feel like with girls, it's like you're kind of told to study, go to uni, or like don't have a boyfriend. But then as soon as you graduate, the first comment people make is, oh, so where's your boyfriend? When are you getting married? You're like, yo, you didn't teach me how to talk to boys. (laughs) (laughs) What is flirting? Like, I don't have those social skills. Like, do you know what I mean? I never
1: got told that shit anyway. (laughs) Don't worry.
0: (laughs) so i think whilst guys it's like oh no go do what you want to do you got plenty of time go have fun go be free go out clubbing but if a girl's like oh can i go clubbing they're like no you're not going clubbing like that kind of stuff or um staying up late things like that i think there is a gender imbalance still just because i think women are still seen as the weaker sex
1: even stuff like i guess like what you wear i guess men aren't really judged on a lot of that stuff
0: Mm -hmm. i know girls out there that are a lot stronger than guys yeah yeah like in terms of like fitness or physique uh i also feel like the way society is is the onus is, it's always on the women like instead of making women have to carry prepper spray and stuff like mm. teach guys that it's not okay to do that in the first place like the actions of like so little have literally compromised like our whole gender or a whole generation to like just be so much more aware and it's just a bit annoying is it like I, it is so frustrating like even being catcalled and stuff like I feel like guys never get catcalled or like just looked at in like a very like weird way like I feel like you guys are very lucky
1: yeah yeah I probably won't deny that I'd be gassed if I got catcalled you know
2: <laughs> would you
1: I'd be like oh yeah you're looking at me yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> no you would not
1: do that bro no I, would I wouldn't be... say that but I'd think that
2: if somebody catcalled if a girl really? catcalled me now, now now, there's a story coming out. I guess basically, <laughs> we were like, to Aaron, yeah, like, there's this girl at this club, yeah, we were we were at a club once, yeah, back at uni. The story's very memorable, yeah, Aaron. Uh, we, and we kept telling him, yeah, that she's looking at you, you know, she wants to move to you, like, you need. So what Aaron does, yeah, because he's a drunk out of his mind, he just starts basically cutting shapes and not doing anything. And he's, like, dancing right next
1: to her, but nothing, nothing, nothing's happening. And me and my friend that... M- yeah, but I'm dancing good. I'm doing bits here. Yeah. Uh, decent.
0: Oh, you don't remember this, Aaron? I, I don't remember
1: <laughs> this, like, kind. well... I'm always cutting shapes, but... (laughs) (laughs) Basically, me me and TK were just laughing
2: the entire time because we we made it up. There could have been some realness to it, but it probably wasn't because we made it up and we just went with it for the night. And I just remember Aaron's like, oh shit, oh shit, man, I got to make sure, you know. I don't even know how you say it, Like, you know, he's looking up to it. And he was just like dancing there right next to the the rest of the night. And I'm just like, yeah, we don't know what we've done here, but nothing else is happening here. So you're in fact
1: playing with my heart
2: Hold on, yeah. If 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 you dare make the claim of me bullying you on the podcast, anyone listening to this knows that is wrong.
1: (laughs) But anyway, getting sidetracked here. (laughs) I like I was also like half joking about like I I probably would be gassed, but I can imagine if that was in a more day to day creepy common scenario and it kind of you're almost taking it as like you're just a bit of meat kind of thing. Or like you're just like an object or objectified. Mm -hmm. That's what it feels like being
0: objectified or feeling like you're not human. I think that's, like, the horrible part of it as well. And also, it's just not very nice. Like, it's a bit creepy. Like, go on with your day. I'm sure you have 100 better things to do than to catcall someone. Mm-hmm. Like
1: Also, I don't think that kind of stuff is, like, in TV and films and all that. I think that's kind of, like, played off a lot. That's almost seen as a oh, good 100%. thing, like catcalling. It's
2: glamorised, I think, yeah. Like,
1: the girl would turn back and be, like, and, like, blush or something and, like...
0: Yeah. It's that whole damsel of distress thing, isn't it? Like, how... I feel like even at Disney shows and stuff. Like growing up, I was obsessed with D- Disney princesses. It's like all I used to watch. But now looking back at it, I'm like, why is like why was five year old me like waiting for my prince charming? Like we're conditioned from such a young age to like feel like women can't do stuff. Like it's like oh we have to wait for a knight in shining armor or like the guy needs to come and rescue us. Mm. But why can't we rescue ourselves? Why can't we be the hero of our own stories? Kind of thing.
2: There was actually a clip I had seen on today morning. So basically it was some, I don't know where how it came on my feed, but essentially what had happened was there was this lady standing in the queue. This is just CCTV footage in a shop. I assume it was America based on what it looked like. And then this guy just walks up and literally stands right next to her, like literally kind of like bumps into her and is like touching her and just from behind like standing right up against her. And then she moves out the way Yeah, the first time. She look, gives him a dirty look. And then the guy proceeds to act like he doesn't know what he's doing and just like sidesteps back into it and does it. But then the woman turns around, um, swings her purse around, in the, hits the guy in the face, like stun, like stuns him, kicks him in the nut, and then hits the purse again on his head. And then the guy's on the ground laid out. And no, no one else meant to help the guy as well in the CCT, which I'm going to try and see if I can find it for oh later on. Oh my god. I was like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> I'm not as in, Yeah, bitch to the guy. Like, wait, maybe can I just clarify? <laughs> <laughs> We're saying
0: bitch
2: to the guy, not yeah, yeah, the Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Thank you. Before that was taken out of context. I know Aaron was waiting for... Oh, fuck's
1: sake. <laughs> Uh, so going back a bit when you said you said yourself like telling a girl that she has to carry like pepper spray and stuff like that teaching a guy like like not to be like yeah, that just to, like, y- not to do yeah it.
0: not to do that
1: like not how do we do that because it wasn't I, it wasn't like something I, I it's not something you like i was told something we do or, so we were, yeah so yeah. it's just something you know is it's bad yeah. yeah so i don't know how maybe you should just tell
2: it to your kids like straight up once like even though we i don't know if i've ever been explicitly told i just think i just know
0: yeah I think everyone knows I think everyone knows that morally it's wrong but I think people still do it the way people know that murder is morally wrong but people still murder people like I think you just need to to make them aware that it's not right and I think although we are quite smart people and we know morally what's right and what's wrong I think sometimes you just need to have that reinforcement if you're like no that is wrong you don't do that yeah Mm -hmm. I think as humans we're we need to be constantly reminded. I think that's how your brain works. That like you just it's through repetition. So I think just bring up a conversation as much as, as you think is right for your child. Like, because some people get it and some people take more time not to like to get it. But I think the change is happening, especially with our generation. We've become so much more open-minded and modern and that's really nice. So hopefully it's getting there.
2: Did you hear the story? I don't know if this is even relevant, but i guess this is like a bit more correct parenting so like i don't know when i read i think it was like a couple of years ago and basically what happened was there was i guess school kids going back home after school and basically this girl i guess was on a period so like it kind of like had ruined her trousers but she didn't know but then this guy so someone i guess a classmate or so just basically took off his hoodie and just um say here just wrap it around your waist That's and then so nice. she basically told her parents and then her parents made a nice post saying um thank you or the gratitude to the correct type of i guess Parenting, education given yeah. to the guy but apparently so when the girl had asked the guy um yeah thank you I don't know, he was like yeah my sister I have a sister as well so don't worry or something like that and it was like right parenting and obviously right things are taught from home yeah. so yeah I don't know if that story is related I don't know how, it's just I think that's parenting. a really
0: nice story I think not many people know about stuff like that so it's, like, it's actually really nice and people say that because I'm like wow like there are nice humans in the world there are nice humans in the world but like that was really nice to hear.
1: Yeah. A lot of these things you mentioned are like kind of, I guess, just worldwide gender imbalance problems. But I guess your show focuses more on like the South Asian perspective.
0: Yeah, I guess like I can't talk for every culture. I guess I can talk from my culture and my culture is South Asian. And like, to be honest, I love being Indian. Like, I think it's great. I think we have great weddings, we have great food. I'm a Bhangra dancer, so I've been doing Bhangra competitively for like five years. And I feel like I've really kind of connected with my Punjabi heritage. So there's a lot that I like about my culture but it's just the fact that I feel like my generation it's a generation that's a transition between having a traditional culture and having a a more westernized Indian culture and when you're the guinea pig of that transition a lot of things are kind of blurred so I think like I kind of want to just talk about Indian culture like the good parts of it the bad parts of it like this, that, and the other, like, we only make change when we talk about something, right? Like, otherwise, it will be a problem forever.
1: What are some parts of Indian culture that you're really, like, passionate about in terms of, like, changing?
0: I think the state, that gender imbalance is a massive one. I would love more people to know the comments and the gossiping. Oh, my God, I really wish people would stop that. It's so annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pressure to, like, find someone or to settle down as well. I think those are, like, my top three that I'm very much, like, just let people live. Like don't care so much about what people say, that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Would would you say that you're waiting for a perfect partner?
0: Oh. Am I waiting for the perfect partner? I don't think perfect exists.
1: So you don't? Is this in a sense like does a perfect human exist? Or is this more in the sense like there's someone for everyone?
0: I think you definitely have to compromise. I think mm-hmm. out of, for example, if your list of tick boxes is like you have 25 things and they have 24 things, but they don't have one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to discard them? Like, because they're not perfect. Do you know what I mean? So you would compromise on that one thing because there's 24 things that work. So is that kind of stuff. Like, it's? A, I think I don't think the perfect partner exists. I think you have to make it work and it takes a lot of hard work. But I think for me, it's like, I just, I just, I just, I want to hear your guys' take on this, so.
1: But I think you can find someone that is perfect according to what you're looking for. Could you not? Is that what you're saying you don't think exists?
0: Obviously, some things won't make it because it's not that mm-hmm. deep. Like, it's not that deep that we, listen, we don't listen to the same music. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's fine. For
1: some people, it's pretty deep, but. Oh, is it?
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> shut up Aaron. Is that, is that Hamish? Is yeah. that indirect, at Hamish?
1: Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Um, if we had video, they'll just see
2: like the eyes that Aaron did towards it as like, a <laughs> fly.
0: But obviously, like for example, that like, one thing that I would say is that like, you have to have the same mindset. Like, I can't be reading all these mindful books and him just like watching Netflix and watching trashy TV. Like, you kind of won't align in your mindset or your morals mm-hmm. like that.
2: I had a question about. It. So earlier you said that you'd want them to be independent. So Where do you draw the line of independence? So say they were independent to the point that they left you with your own time in the evening or so, or whatever, so that you did your mindfulness and then they were like either doing another job or like working or, you know, doing some other form of, whether it's mindfulness or not mindfulness, but it may not be where you define as trashy TV or something. What happens then? Because you said that you'd want them to be independent. but
0: See, I would like, so for example, us as humans, we're all independent, right? But when we're with our friends, for example, this might be the most naive way to think about it, and I apologise in advance for anyone who's in a relationship, okay? But Uh-oh. I just feel that, like, for example, when you're with your friends, you're still independent, right? You don't rely on your friend to be like, oh, make me dinner. You kind of are just left apart, and then when you come together, you kind of chat and chill and stuff like that. I think that's how it should be. It, that is such a cynical naive way of thinking about it, but it's like, if I... um like busy at work, it would be nice if they cooked me dinner. Or if I just want a day by myself, I would like it if they also enjoyed their own time and could give me time by myself because that kind of stuff. Like I feel like when I say independent, I mean like I want them to be financially independent. I want them to be able to make their own decisions. They don't need to run stuff by me all the time. Unless it's a big purchase, okay? They run it by me. (laughs) But don't be coming home with some card. I'll be like, what the F? But I think it's so important to have your own space. I think I'm someone that's really, that enjoys my own space. So if I have someone that's constantly like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, how are you? What are you doing? I'll just be really pissed off. That kind of thing.
2: Yeah. So like the independence thing, like say they... As I said, like, say you're using your mindfulness, your mindful time, your mindfulness space, um, and you were doing it just solo. Like, it's always been a solo thing, and it may yeah. not integrate well with the partner. Are you, like, so you're fine with, like, that person going ahead and doing something else? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So, okay. Um. Yeah, and but that's what, actually... Would oh, yeah, you cool. not
0: want them to? Like, would you no, just no, no, be- no.
2: Like, no, that's why I was just confirming your definition uh- of independence, because I was like, Oh, because you could be just forcing something upon them. So oh no, I'll never do yeah. that. No, oh, yeah, cool.
0: they're their own human. I'm my own human.
2: Yeah, you know what's mad yeah, is that I don't know whether it was on the podcast or off the podcast. I think it was off the podcast. We were discussing something along the lines of yeah, what happens if she, like the co- the cooking balance between the in the relationship and so on. Do you take it in turns? Like, do you have a rotor? Do you like does one person compromise and sometimes do it and it's still you know maintain an equal split where possible? But obviously, if there's like issues like work or something happens. Because the other person, you know, take responsibility. But this this stuff was also related to having a child and all that stuff. But we're not going to get into that deepness right now. No,
1: no. This was related to if you're whipped or not.
0: Oh. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, it was. Because this is like, are you whipped if, say, you're at home and you didn't want to cook? But your partner was like, oh, can you cook me dinner? You didn't really want to cook, but then you went and did it. It's just like, if your partner asks you to do something and you don't want to do it.
0: Um... So if I'm a girl and I ask my partner to cook me dinner because I'm busy at work and they didn't want to do it.
2: What if they said that they would order takeaway?
1: What what would you think then?
0: I'd be like, fine, order takeaway. Oh, As long as I get my food, I'm good.
1: Then we started doing like, no, I don't want takeaway. Like takeaway is unhealthy.
0: I think like if they understand how busy I am and say it's like if it's at work and I had a really stressful deadline and it would just save me so much time, then I'll be like, and they didn't want to do it, I think it would just be like, can you see it from my point of view? And be like, I'm stressed. Like, I'm stressed out. But, if they don't want to do it, they will not do it. And I can't force you to do something that you don't want to do. Yeah. Then I'll just make my own dinner. See, I was
1: like, I'll just do it. I'll just cook. No, no, it wait, saves wait. the this hassle.
2: Different, basically, because the conversation was around being whipped, yeah, it makes it it's different context there. Yeah, but like, all of us, I'm sure, would, wouldn't mind in that conversation cooking for the person if they yeah. just text us or whatever or just ordering takeaway, going down
1: that route, yeah. Yeah, why was I being called Whip then? For saying I'll do it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not having it. <laughs> I'm trying to be a nice guy out here.
0: Oh, you're really getting roasted today, Aaron.
2: <laughs> to be honest, I'm I'm glad that this has been the case because usually it's me I'm screwing
1: up constantly with my pronunciation and everything, so... Girls are listening that want, want their guy to cook them good, hearty meal. <laughs> that, that's me.
0: Contact Aaron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instagram at Third World. Yeah, yeah,
1: links in the description. Third Wheel FM. My personal one's there as well, just, just so you know. <laughs> and then you don't have to deal with Hamish as well.
0: I've got a question for you, Aaron. Has anyone stood into your DMs through this podcast?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> huh? um, no, no, no. Not, not like that anyway. Not like that anyway. Or at least oh. I definitely didn't take it like that. Maybe I should have taken it like that. Do you know what your like gender-listener balance is?
0: Uh, mostly female, but I can imagine that since I'm female yeah. but there are some guys that listen to it as well don't know who you are but thank you for listening <laughs> um, I got
2: myself on Aaron. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah thank you guys for listening I have a question for you guys so I've been having this debate with some on my episode about the first date so I wanted to know from you guys' mm-hmm. aspect what is like your perfect first date
1: okay I've got a bone to pick here oh is it okay your friend here <laughs> on that podcast <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I've, I, don't, I don't know what her name was yet. But she said her worst experience on a date was she went out with a guy who was short. And I'm so, I'm I'm like a short guy, yeah. I was listening to that. And I was, I was my blood was boiling, man. I was so angry. I was like listening, like.
0: But do you look at a height when you, so like, for example, if you're on a dating app and you're swiping, would you look at someone's height?
1: I'll jump. I don't care. Really? <laughs> okay, no, this is the thing, yeah. I want my kids to be tall. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's why you need a tall wife.
1: Obviously, she ain't going to be like six foot five. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) she ain't going to be playing (laughs) NBA. But like, I don't (laughs) mind if she's like (laughs) taller than me. I'm not, I'm not going to. Have you seen that Kevin Hart
2: thing? Or where it was, yes, that when your wife's taller than you, yeah. And she gets angry at you. Yeah. She can just put your shoe, like say, for example, your shoe on top of like the cupboard and you can't reach it. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Because I'm, I'm crafty. Yeah. I'll I'll find a way to get it. It's calm. Watch 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 the Kevin Hart on um, stand-up comedy specials. They're hilarious. And one of them, one of them's about being shorter than your wife, and she can just do things, abuse her height against you. and it's so
1: funny. If you go on like history of like girls I've liked, none of them are short. They're taller. Uh, yeah, it depends. It depends on what, what day it is. <laughs> what day? It is? depends how I've woken up in the morning. Uh, yeah. If my posture is good and oh, okay. the, and, the, and the shoes I'm wearing.
0: <laughs> Wait. So, so do you guys have high heel shoes? I've always wondered this.
2: Have you ever seen Air Force Ones?
0: Are they got height on them?
2: Yeah, some shoes definitely have an addition to the height, like and a significant addition to the height.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't know where true. I'm going with this now, but
0: yeah, okay. So going back to my question, it was <laughs> um, okay. So what is your perfect ideal first date?
1: Do you mean like location and everything?
0: Yeah, location.
1: I don't think. Uh, I don't have a set location. I'd cater it. It'd be you tailored. To cater to the it, yeah. You
0: tailor them. That's yeah. nice.
1: It's definitely not like a dinner, and mm-hmm. it's not it's not a uh, cinema either. I I ruled them out.
0: Would you ever take a girl to Nando's?
1: Not on the first date, no. Oh shit! Oh shit!
2: What if she wanted to go Nando's? Because I'm in the case where I've done that. What if she said she wanted to go first
1: date Nando's? What are you gonna do? I mean, if she wants to go on a first date Nando's, sure. But is that a test? I'll be thinking like I'll be overthinking it. I'll be like, <laughs> is this a test?
0: Because you remember there was that stigma against it. It's like, oh, you only take like girls you don't like to Nando's kind of thing.
1: Oh, is it? Was that a thing?
2: Yeah, there was I, a whole
0: thing about it.
2: I tried to go to other places, but I was like, cool, if that also makes you comfortable, then we'll go there. Like, I'm not going to argue against that.
0: Mm. I wouldn't mind. As long as you don't take me to, like, Nando's I can do for a first date. If mm-hmm. it's Mackie's, I'm like, yo.
1: So you'd be happy with I'm Nando's chill. for a first date?
0: Yeah, I wouldn't care. Cause if Would if you me- be happy
1: with Chicken Cottage? <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> okay <laughs> the chicken cottage one is made up Yeah, are just uh, yeah there's more context to that one that's gonna have to come out on a future episode check out my trip advice manual. Um... <laughs>
1: okay um. i think
0: that's different i think that for example like it has to be a bit of middle ground for example don't take me to chicken co- chicken cottage but also don't take me to a bougie restaurant because that's also says a lot about you as a person i think
1: but don't you think they could just be i i agree i agree but if they yeah. did do you think that could just be like that could just be like a guy just trying to impress you. Not even like trying to boast it impressive, but just like doesn't, isn't too sure what to do, doesn't know what you'd like.
2: By expensive, you m- do you mean high quality as well or just like pricey to get rid of other people? What do you mean?
0: I'm talking just like one of those <laughs> fancy, like, yeah, like on top of the Shard kind of restaurants.
2: Oh, no, that's, that's too Let's cool. just say it's expensive yeah. and good
1: quality, like you're paying for Yeah. Okay.
0: I feel like I would like them to like chat to me and know that like, I'm not that kind of girl
1: what if it's like a, a dating app thing though
0: i feel like if it's a dating app and you don't even know that person so much would you really want to invest that much money into like a dinner but
1: film? i can imagine like a really young and innocent boy doesn't know what to do really <laughs> and they'll just be like yeah this will impress her i'll just take it to like that's not because they have money or anything but they just they just don't know what to do. They don't know what the best thing to do is. So they think they so they don't have money, but they're gonna take her to the. They'll shop. spend. They'll spend what money they have, man.
0: I wouldn't want someone to put themselves in an uncomfortable position for me.
1: Yeah, of course, but I don't know if you can judge that guy straight away on that on like because they've done that. Because I think they could obviously once you're in the date they could be like really stuck up about it and be like oh yeah mm, yeah and <laughs> I can afford this and sold my company for three billion and all this kind of shit but yeah. Yeah, I feel like some, a, guy, a guy could just be doing that to just impress the girl, like quite innocently.
2: You don't have to go to a shard level, but you may go to like a little bit more, like so for example, a little bit more expensive than Nando's just to get rid of people. Uh, because personally, I, I'm not a big fan what of do you having mean, get like, rid people? people around me. Like it kind of like... There's finding reality, kids everywhere. No, like the more expensive place you go to, there's going to be less people there usually. Oh, So for example, if you compare like Soho to Mayfair, there's going to be more people usually so even though Soho some place in Soho are quite expensive. If you did take them somewhere, it may feel like it's going to be like less people there and less disturbances or less, you know, like interaction that's likely to run into people could keep you, let you have your own cool, essentially, whilst also maybe obviously catering if you were doing the food thing, catering for her uh, food taste.
0: I think it's really awkward with first dates in it because you really don't know the person, yeah. especially in this new age of dating where you're basically meeting strangers online.
1: Yeah. So I feel like something like a one-on-one dinner, you have to talk to them, which is not a bad thing. You could be a really good conversationalist, but like it's intense sitting across each other or sitting next to each other for like two hours or whatever on your first date. There's nowhere else to look. You can't like, if it goes silent for a bit, it goes really awkward. And I think silence is natural, like especially on the first date, that's fine. It's yeah, not.
0: you can't talk forever. Yeah, yeah. It takes but it can much.
1: just make the situation awkward or both of you can feel awkward or whatever. Yeah. So I feel like doing something like an activity is just a bit more comfortable. That's why I also think cinema's dead because you, that's the opposite. You're not talking to each other at all.
2: I was gonna say like, what? Like, I was thinking recently, like, what happens if you went to an escape room just you two? That's alright, I think. But like, th- by the logic of intense, that can get intense, right?
0: I think it tells a lot about a person though, because like, you'd want to know how good they are at solving problems and stuff. So yeah, it's, and it's you can start
2: speaking right away,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. But you're like distracted by something else. It's not only like
2: yeah, but then you can discuss it afterwards at dinner.
1: Yeah, but what are you gonna discuss, like? Oh yeah, we, we solved that. That was good.
2: I'm sure there'll be some jokes cracked during it or something. Like I'm not yeah. I hope I mean like I agree
1: that, that the things that's a good first day, but I don't know. I wouldn't I don't know if I'd include dinner as well, like in that first Anyone day. Anyone who's tested and trialed that, please let us know.
0: What uh, escape room?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, please, um, someone
0: please let us know. <laughs> I would love to know. That way no, it shows like can competitive. Yeah, yeah, competitive. It's a good idea. Shows if you're competitive or not.
2: But escape room you have to get out as the team though, so Yeah. But you wanna you yeah,
1: wanna yeah, get so. out it's still some form of competitiveness okay. interesting
0: yeah i think like with activity date, it's actually quite nice because because if you don't like them you can just leave after activity or if not you can like go for dinner like it's it's a it's a nice icebreaker kind of thing because obviously you're never gonna see the person you've never seen the person before like they could catfish you that happens on online dating all the time
1: i think it's a lot easier for someone so i don't know about you pt but i drink so I mm. think it's very easy as well to just go for, like, a drink as well afterwards or something like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, that is actually quite easy. It's more chilled.
1: Yeah. Whereas, like, if you're a non-drinker, I suppose you can still go and get a drink. Order lemonade. Yeah, but it's probably not.
2: Aaron, I've been to many bars where I've had to get water. Yeah, like, so But sure would you feel would... comfortable <laughs> taking a girl to a bar? It depends. If, it, and if it's, it's like, you know, like, have you been to Alchemist where they do, like, the mock? Um, mock, oh, like mock outs al- al- Yeah. Yeah, the smoking ones, you know, all the all that madness. That could be a shout if she likes to drink also. But if she doesn't want to drink, then it doesn't matter. Like I'm sure there's other places that can be found. Because recently I've been searching up a lot of restaurants and stuff, like planning out like future like dinners Best and dates. stuff for us yeah. Planning first dates, no, no. yeah. I wish. <laughs> yeah, so like I've I've been obviously just looking at all these places, so I've been like, Shit, now I have a lot of places in the backup. Um just in case I need to go there or hopefully with a trial then beforehand so I know if it's suitable for this situation. Yeah, I forgot my point. What was the point I was going on? I was just chatting shit, wasn't I? You were um, just planning
0: first dates?
2: No, 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 I wasn't.
0: <laughs>
2: I wasn't would you that. ever
1: ask a guy out on a first date?
0: I feel like I would. Hmm. Like, I would, if I had a question on a guy, I would tell them my, I like you. I think it shows honesty more than anything. And plus, like, one thing that I've realised is the fact that they're not going to know unless you tell them. Like, guys are not mind readers. Like, so you just need to tell them. Like, I could, I'm pretty sure, like, I can't, I'm really at sure flirting, so I can't tell Simon a guy's into me. So they just need to tell me, like, really upfront, be like, I like you, because otherwise, like, I would never know. So I think, like, yeah, I would actually. I I would actually be like, yo, do you want to go out? I don't think he's that deep.
2: Yeah. Have you done it before?
0: I haven't done it, but I've actually told a guy that I fancied, like, I had a crush on them. Yeah. That was actually really scary to do, but I did it, and I was proud of myself for doing it.
1: Yeah, pick up yourself. <laughs> yeah, I do. it'd be nice if a go asked me out. That'd be quite cool.
2: Yeah, make, make life a lot easier than Aaron. There's actually also more said on one of the previous episodes regarding a South Asian one, at least, with Ria. I think it's episode 44. So if people wanted to listen to more stuff regarding South Asian.
0: Yeah, and listen to my podcast if you yeah, want to hear yeah, more of stuff. I really like this conversation. I think you guys have such a cool podcast. It's so much fun. All right, guys, I've got one final question. Who do you think should pay for a first date?
2: I was going to ask this as well. So this is... Uh- a- I think it should be split, but I would usually offer anyways. And I don't mind paying the full amount. But like, obviously, if I expect you to be independent, you know, I probably like a little bit think that you should probably at least, you you should at least offer. You don't have to pay, but you should at least offer. Mm. With the intent of paying. You should offer with the intent of paying. But I'm
1: happy to cover the cost. But I've never paid for a full date as well myself. So yeah, I, I think it's very dependent. So like, if I asked a girl out and then I ended up taking her to like, Nobu, or the top of the shard, or something. Is that you? Yeah? No, it's not me. But say if I did, <laughs> she should not pay for that. She should not pay half for that. Like say I haven't told yeah. her I'm taking her to Nobu or whatever. Like I don't know if she can afford something like that.
2: Ladies, Irons kind of poor. Nobu for no, you.
1: No, no. Yeah,
0: people need to slide into his. No, I, I wouldn't do
1: that. I wouldn't do that. Wouldn't, so don't expect that. <laughs> and then. But like in that situation, if a, if a guy has done that or even if a girl's done that, if it's on the other way and the girls has asked the guy out and said, yeah, meet me here. And then the guy doesn't know where they're going and then she just takes his boo, I don't think the guy should be expected to pay for that or should be expected to pay half of that.
2: Oh, yeah. In that case, she should definitely like offer, but I would never let someone pay my whole. I I would always
1: offer unless I literally did not have the money in my bank account. To pay for that, have to move some um, money around through all move the some funds. Yeah, around. That's, <laughs> that's an ex- that's an extreme scenario. So yeah, I I don't th- I don't think it's like men should pay. I would always just offer.
0: I think it should be whoever asks a person out. Like if I asked a guy out, I don't expect the guy to pay. And yeah, if a guy asks me out, I would offer to pay because it's not fair. But I feel like some guys are still very traditional and old-fashioned. They're like, no, 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 I want to pay. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to fight you on it. But
1: Yeah, and I'd, I'd never, like, force it as well. I'd always offer. And then if they were like, no, nah, no, nah, we'll split it. I wouldn't then be like, it depends. It depends how, like, the body language and stuff like that. I wouldn't be like, no, no, I really, let me pay. I don't want you paying kind of thing. Like, it depends. Like, if she was, mm-hmm. if it generally looked like she really wanted to split it, like, I wouldn't, like, get into an argument over it. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, what if you and like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get it. she's like, okay, cool.
1: I'd get it, I'd get it, I'd get it. Still. Yeah. Whether I see her again. Or would
0: it make you feel a <laughs> certain type of way?
2: There could be like other cases, but it also depends like, if you're looking for the independence, then like you should at least expect, mm. well not expect, but you know, you know you'd know, you presume that they'll be willing to
1: not have someone else take the bill kind of thing, like they're yeah. so independent. It'd be nice if both parties always offered. I think that's always yeah a good thing. Both parties always offer. But if they didn't, I wouldn't like, that wouldn't be like, okay, yeah, I'm not seeing you again. I wouldn't like, yeah, rule out a person because of that.
0: Mm, That makes sense.
1: A mix of that, a mix of both parties offering and the person who organized the date to take the more responsibility.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not going to lie, I'm really shit at planning dates. My dates are always like, oh, do you got to go for a walk in the park or like forest biking or something like that?
2: That's that's not bad. Should we bring the prenup question up?
0: Can. Go for it
2: all right so this is a controversial topic that we have outside that we haven't brought up on the podcast yet it's very very controversial because people always assume the wrong thing when when it's brought up so you know what a prenup is right it's Mm -hmm. basically kind of an agreement that person usually initiates the divorce or whatever can't take half of the other person's assets and so on or whatever and basically would you have your partner would you be fine getting a prenup or would you have your partner sign a prenup
0: this is such a hard question because because thought, like, say
2: you're pretty personal, is like popping off. It's like you're you're earning like millions and so on.
0: Oh, then I'm 100% getting a prenup. I'm sorry to this exactly. person that I'm getting married <laughs> to. Like, I'm 100%. I put so much effort yeah. into this, like I'm getting a prenup. But if I have a standard nine to five, yeah. right? And he has a standard nine to five. I don't really feel like it's worth it. Because if you're both on the same kind of wage salary, it's not that deep. But for example, if I did have this side hustle and the podcast was popping off, and I was making a lot of money from it, it would be unfair for my other half to take that money away from me because he didn't put the effort into it.
2: Yeah, so, okay, this is where the controversy stems from, kind of. So basically, I was like, I would ask my partner for a prenup, not because of the money situation entirely, but because, yeah, like, signing a prenup shouldn't be an issue if you're going to get married and not going to break up because the prenup is only triggered if you break up. Yeah. And that's for money purposes, right? Mm-hmm. so my logic is if, if you can sign the prenup and have a discussion about the prenup it's all good like that means you know that the person's not planning on breaking up with you or they're not with you for the money and that just solves the final like you know the hurdle of like trust and then you're like oh yeah we're all good like that's that's it's my just logic
0: a way to protect yourself in it because you don't know what's gonna yeah. happen in the future
2: and i was like telling aaron like if, if i come up and become rich i'm not having anyone take me on my money <laughs> there is no way that's happening yeah. so
0: imagine if third world fm like it's popping yeah. off when when when, when it's yeah.
2: popping off energy please
0: <laughs> <laughs> manifest it <laughs> um you would make them up.
2: i mean like i would even if i was to magically find a partner <laughs> in a very short time and then get married so on like i would i know like one of the big issues is obviously how would you bring it up and i was like yeah, so like to in the conversation with Nish asharan i was like i basically knowing me i'd have to find a way to slip it in as a joke and then stem on to a real conversation oh. because there's no way that it's not going to have to stem from a pun or a joke. Unless they're already fine with having these kind of conversations. That re- realistically, is going to have to come from a joke that I make. And I'm going to have to take some stupid risk with some stupid joke one time to figure this out. Because this is obviously a big thing, in my opinion. To show that you're not going to be with the other person for the fact that you could break up with them and take 50% of what they have. Even if it was like the other way around. Like, I'm happy to sign up the prenup if the other person not told me to sign the prenup. I'm like, yeah, I will. Don't worry. <laughs> Like, it's it's not that complicated because I don't plan to break up with that person. You know, like I'm, I'm thinking
1: like, oh, shit, that's the one. Like, I'm done. Yeah. But you're, you're saying you don't trust him 100%. No, you know,
2: that doesn't say you don't trust How him
1: 100%. is it? You just said you were doing it to solve the final hurdle of trust. Guess, so you don't okay, trust him 100%. Okay, let me take that back then. And you're about I to marry guess. this person.
2: Well, it's a deciding factor, right? Like, because then, Aaron, what if the person just married you, yeah? One year later, she broke up with you and she
1: actually took you like for half your money. Fine. What do you... Priority. You're saying <laughs> I'm, I'm loaded works. at a point to for that half not even to matter. Say that you're
2: basically while you're building the trust, you don't have like a hundred percent trust for anyone, right? Like there's always going to be a mental doubt.
1: This happens just before marriage, right?
2: what do you mean by just before marriage like i thought like i thought like after like after you may have proposed or she may have proposed like this conversation would take place exactly.
1: that's quite deep into it
0: i think that's quite hard though because i feel like when you're like in- getting engaged with someone like that's for life isn't it yeah. like you don't want to be like oh by the way just in case we break up Like it's a very realistic way to think about it but you shouldn't be thinking about it like that if you're yeah. gonna spend the rest of your life with someone you're gonna be like so when we break up in the future
2: yeah, yeah. So it's not meant to be the negative aspect. I think people always think of it as a negative aspect, whereas I'm just like. Also, I wouldn't. I'll would try to ask it before proposal just to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't want to end up in that situation where, say, I propose or she proposes. Or you could I just say it on like the first yeah. date
0: and be like. First
2: date. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I'm that confident, but <laughs> but yeah, it was basically along the lines of like, if you're gonna sign the prenup, it's not gonna matter. That means we're not gonna break up anyways, right? Like, there's no, there's no alternate thought like, oh shit, you're on, you're gonna be, you're planning to be like, or. Oh, you're thinking that we're going to be unhappy, or we're not going to last the
1: term of. But it marriage. is because you're you're going out of your way to get the prenup to prove this.
2: No, the prenup just means that you're you're not going to break up, right? Like in my in my head, it doesn't mean that. But
1: you you're going out of your way to do it to prove this, yeah. which does show like a bit of distrust.
2: It's not like really out of the way. It's basically it is out of the way because
1: just... by doing nothing, you're showing you trust them, oh, and is, then you're is... going out of your way to like get the forms for a prenup and the paperwork and all that to do it.
2: Is it really out of your way if it's part of the progress, like the process you already planned? could be for them. It could be for them, but for them, as I said, like it may not be deep, that deep. Like you know, like I think a lot of people will take prenup as like a serious thing. They're like, oh shit, that person's planning to break up with me, or something. But th- that's not the case. It's just showing that, like, you know, we can both say that we're both not with each other for the money. And the prenup doesn't matter Because we're not going to break up That's that's how it runs in my head
0: That's a very Like glass half full Way of thinking about it Not many people Think about it The way you have Amish I think a lot of people Think about it The way Aaron said it But I think yeah. A prenup is more Of like insurance policy Obviously you don't The intention of a marriage Is not to break up But people change All the time Right People grow People grow apart So it's a very realistic Way of seeing something
2: Yeah But like I, To be honest That may also be me Because I always have A contingency plan I always like to have A backup plan So like mm. That's not thinking that As I said like once again I'm not th- planning on breaking up If I'm tra- Wifing this person This person's wa- wifey
1: And that's it <laughs> That's it Why do you get like Travel insurance Or insurance on your laptop And stuff like that
2: To be fair Travel insurance also covers Like Okay, your okay. Phone your problems, Insurance or,
1: like, on- So you're expecting something you, to go bad Or you're It's, it's you're, just
2: in case you lose
1: your, Say your phone bad, minute. Or you think something could go bad Okay well, look, that, yeah. that was, Travel insurance is really a bad I really had to get Like Laptop insurance. insurance
0: Yeah because you don't know If someone's gonna spill stuff On your laptop Like Someone stole my phone. I wasn't expecting someone to steal my phone. Yeah. But so
1: you don't know if someone's going to steal know, your girl.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you never know.
1: <laughs> Aaron, with you, yeah. I'm going to put it past you.
2: But yeah, basically, no, the travel insurance thing, we could go back to it. Like, because the travel insurance, like, say you, this tragic event happened, your plane crashed, whatever, you didn't make it. I'm pretty sure the travel insurance gets paid to your family. So at least there's something that gets paid. And then obviously your company and so on will be paying like five years of your salary or 10 years of salary, depending on the whatever you signed on to um, over time to them. So like, the travel insurance also is like it's not just for you. It's like it could be covering multiple other aspects. If I
1: was marrying someone, I wouldn't think they would we'd break. When up. you
2: went to uni, did you think out coming you're going to come out with a hundred percent? Then
1: wait, what? Hundred percent. But rate. I didn't. I didn't get like uni insurance or anything like backup. Yeah, no. But like,
2: wait, why did you have a firm university?
1: Well, you have to have a firm university. You have yeah, to have so that teaching you. But you have don't have to have a in prenup life
2: at all. Point. It's, it's a backup. It's a backup thing. There. What, could I have gone to university without a firm choice? A
0: no, you could have gone to university without an like, insurance choice, though.
1: Could I do. thought you just had to choose five, and then one was backup. One, you had to choose as firm, one is insurance.
0: Yeah, but the whole point, I think the Hamish's point is that it's a backup, isn't it? Like, cause just in case, something yeah. went wrong. But, like,
1: we're not planning But is But this go, isn't right? like yeah. you have a backup goal though. Like, if you have universities, it's like <laughs> your wife's, and you have a backup wife.
0: Oh, you don't want to marry me, I'll get yeah. the next one.
1: <laughs> backup girl, only <laughs> really, you would say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think, like, Hamish has a point in the sense that for example, this year with COVID, I'm sure most of us had holidays planned that we couldn't go to because of COVID. No one planned COVID, right? But the travel insurance helped getting the money back because so many people so many people lost their money. So I feel like you're trying to, that's the gist that Hamish is trying to say.
2: Yeah, like any bro obviously you have to be realistic as to anything can happen, right? But obviously you're not planning for it to happen and you're trying to work around. You're just still looking at the positives, trying to make sure the positive happens. But you're not going to say every day you're going to come back from your job. Say you're doing a 9-to-5 or whatever. You're going to do a 9-to-5, come home. You're both going to cook dinner in peace, you know, have like a chill session, whatever. It doesn't matter, right? Like you can't perfectly plan out every single day in the future. So you always have to have contingency. So even when you are planning for your, for example, like Aaron, your job, you were still applying to multiple places. You weren't just applying to one place thinking you were going to get out, did you?
1: Yeah, but this, this is you can't compare those. Because that is like saying, you're, I'm applying to multiple wives. That's not, it's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, I'm not planning for the divorce option. Do you know what I mean? I'm just having a contingency in place for that option if it ever had to happen. But
1: ideally, I don't want that to happen.
2: I don't look at it thinking, oh, shit, I'm going to get divorced. But I just think
1: the other person could easily look at it that way.
2: Aaron like say uh, realistically say that when the third wheel blows up and stuff is, and you're basically getting married to a group yeah basically um, you need to be make sure that she's not like a gold digger or something yeah or like she could take you I yeah, with like, like by the time
1: I'm engaged to her or thinking of proposing to her I would know by that time if I thought she was in it for the money or not
2: yeah but what's to stop you from falling in love with a fan nothing what, what if she wasn't like properly in love with you what if she was with you just because of the money and then she broke up with you like and her intent you don't know that's a possibility yeah
1: but I would rather bet on the fact that I'd figure that shit out before I got married. Obviously, there are scenarios where that ha- happened to people.
0: But would you be thinking, would you be, because you've, there's feelings involved, Will you be looking yeah. at a scenario where it into the glass? No,
1: potentially, or? potentially. I'm not ruling that out. I'm not, I'm not saying I won't be, like I very well could be. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not
2: going to ask for a prenup. When emotion like that is involved, it's very easy. It's like it blinds a lot of things that will come out later on at a later date. But as I said, that like, we're not considering for this, but we're just having a measure in place in case. For me, I think it's just a like signing a prenup just means nothing of like, in terms of do I do I love them or do I, do they love me? I don't think it's that deep of an issue. I think Preeti said that she agreed that if her popcorn was pop- popping and everything, or when it's popping, when um, it's popping. Yeah. But you're saying regardless, Hamish, you would also want. Yeah, I mean, I'd so regardless, yeah, because I'm, I'm still expecting my stuff to work out in the future. I'm still expecting this podcast, if it hasn't blown up by that point, to blow up, like one of the, our staffs, say, yeah, to start generating peas, yeah. Like I'm still, yeah. But say it hasn't, say it stuff. hasn't. I'm not like say this podcast never existed.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Say you just say this podcast never existed. You're just a normal person.
2: I'm pretty sure I've said something like I, w- I would have done the prenup anyways, but I would have still gone down another entertainment. But forget, avenue.
1: forget. It. You, you, you're just someone. You're just doing nine to five. Yeah, but that's not me innit, it. Like.
2: I mean, I, I say that as I do at 9 to 5.
1: <laughs> 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 like we all do. Yeah,
2: But like we still have other external
1: ventures, Aaron. Sure, forget forget it. No, no, obviously, no. Forget it. Yeah.
2: But you, you don't obviously, know that. You obviously, want obviously, obviously it to we don't you know do. that.
1: But I'm saying expect it as it is now. So expect it right now. Right now, you've got someone who you want to propose to. At your f- current financial status and this random person, they have the same financial status as you.
2: I will still make no sign of prenup. Like, if they're they're with me and they know me, then they know that I can't risk losing half of everything I got because that could mean my my family got homeless and I'm not having that for no one. So I'm making sure that prenup is signed. Like, because I'm pretty sure by that point, if she's with me still at that point, for me to have proposed or something, I'm pretty sure she would understand that, yeah, this guy is obviously going to, has to take care of his family no matter what. So, like, it shouldn't even be, like, in question or in doubt for that to be done.
0: Okay, so let's spin it on its head. Uh-oh. and say if your girl says to you i want a prenup how would you feel about that
2: i'd be gassed i'd be like okay cool <laughs> she's just verifying that i'm not the gold digger that's fine by me like that is completely fine by me because as i said like i'm not expecting it to break up and she probably isn't as well she could be just having the same mentality that i do but she just actioned it
1: first which which makes my life a lot easier when you feel a bit uneasy that she potentially thinks that you're in that relationship for the money it's one of those things like i'm not thinking of it in
2: the negative way i'm thinking like oh yeah shit. like she just she's like oh shit like he's like super easy about it like because like and i'll say like i was already gonna ask you i'm hoping by this point we had a discussion anyways but um if not we'd have the discussion there but i'll be more than happy to sign that prenup because if i'm going to say i ine- inevitably before i propose and she just happens to be at the stage that she's going to propose to me before i propose to her and she's thinking about this i'm happy to have that discussion and sign it like i'm more than happy for that to be
1: a thing fair enough
0: how do you feel, Ari? <laughs>
1: I might sign one. I might sign one if a person asks me. I'm not sure. I'd have to judge that situation at a time. Like reflect on past moments. Because I I'd personally think it could show a lack of... You can't guarantee that it doesn't show a lack of trust. No, but to have that conversation means that you have to have a certain level of trust with them anyways, right? Like you don't just... Yeah, you're going to have trust. You're going to trust them to a certain extent, of course. Like mm-hmm. you wouldn't be with them if you didn't. Or I'd hope you wouldn't. mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, just, I just don't think I would... I wouldn't do anything to make them think I don't trust them. Wait, so if she asked you, you'd be like, what? Yeah, if she asked me, I'd speak to her about it.
2: Yeah, so that's the whole point, right? Like, if you don't speak about... No, how if she asked me, I'd
1: speak about it.
2: But then you're you're going to be living with this in your head, like, oh, shit, maybe I should have asked her. Like, why not just speak to her? If you can't speak to her, then what's the point?
1: I just said I'd speak to her if she asked me for it. Yeah,
2: but like, if, if you wanted to, and you had it... Like, say you had this little bit in your head, yeah, after this conversation with Hamish and Pretty that, that you wanted to sign um, a potential prenup here.
1: So the hypothetical now is that I want a prenup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. If I want a prenup, I'll ask for a prenup. I'll have a conversation with her asking for the prenup. So when I'm saying the same thing, No, because I'm arguing with the fact of you wanting the prenup in the first place. I'm not arguing the fact that you're going to have a conversation with her but- once you know that you want a prenup. I'm arguing with the step before that step you just... <laughs> <laughs> like, there should be... Communic- if you're going to have a prenup, you should communicate the fact you want a yeah. prenup.
2: Yeah, so that's what I said, didn't I? So are we, are we arguing the same point?
1: What's the argument
2: then? I don't get the argument. I'm just against are having you a argue-
1: prenup in the first place. But if you're having a prenup, mm-hmm. then yeah, you've got to communicate it. Yeah, so that's... Didn't did I not say that like the 30 minutes ago when we started this conversation? I don't understand what you don't understand. <laughs> Pretty, do you understand?
0: I've got confused halfway through, sorry guys. Okay, Hamish,
1: <laughs> you want a prenup. I'm telling you yeah. I don't. That's it. <laughs> okay there we go that's it and i because I, I believe that it could show a level of distrust that's my reasoning. okay
2: i'm sure if i explained my point and she was understanding enough that she know that it's not yeah yeah sure full, fully to do with distrust good luck would to that, you for sure that, that
1: with be. that
0: would <laughs> that be a deal breaker for you hey mitch she's like no i don't want to do a prenup I'll,
2: i would assume there will be some middle ground or something that would happen i i don't think that i don't know like we live in a very open-minded generation i have to think mm. I like how to can think.
1: you have a middle ground? What's the middle ground to a prenup? I don't
2: know. As I said, I'll have to figure that um, hurdle if it arises. But I'm not planning for that hurdle. But I, I will have to, obviously, as I said, a compromise could probably be made or something. Maybe once the discussion's had, maybe both parties understand something. Whether it's me saying, that nah, I don't want the prenup or her not wanting the prenup. Or her
1: wanting the prenup. You never know, fam. Pretty, would you, if your partner asked you for a prenup in any financial situation, like regardless of yeah. what your current finances are, Okay. How would you react to that?
0: I feel like it'll be mixed emotions because, like I said, like if you're going into a marriage, you want them to trust you, but at the same time, if say they had the podcast, right? I also have to be realistic and try and understand it from their point of view as well. If they're just trying to do it just because they think that we're gonna break up and I'm gonna take all the money, I'll just be a bit like, you really don't know me then. But if it's like, for example, if they had a product or if they had a business that they pens all this time or effort into, I don't have a right to that because there's their energy, it's their time. I'll just be scounging off it if I if we ever got divorced. And that was part of the assets. So I think it really depends on the situation. But I'll try like for me, I think I'll just try and understand it from like why they want a prenup. It might be a heinous situation where guy just wants to just be have an insurance policy just in case something goes wrong. Don't hold that against him. Or it might be because they don't want to give me their business, which also I get. It really just, I think, like, but if say if that's like, say if there was no podcast involved, no business evolved, and we were both just normal people with nine to five jobs, and they went to prenup, I would just be a bit like, I swear we earn the same, so what's the point? Like, we're not gaining anything from it.
1: You said that, like, do they even know me? Really, I think that's, I think that's something that people would think, like, especially if you're, yeah, if you're getting married to like someone who's who is like a genuine person they would think like wait do you even know why would you even think that i would try and take your money
0: yeah it's a lot it's it's a bit like that but then if they do have a a product or a business that is popping off i would i would probably be like do you want a prenup because i wouldn't want to like take some of like their hard-earned cash kind of thing
2: in my case there's just no way that i'm going to go with the option of just thinking about it, like you see all these like reported stories about how many people just get basically like half their money taken, et cetera, whatever, like for whatever reason, whatever happened, why would you want to put yourself in that situation if something did go that severely far left or far whatever? But like, as I said, once again, reiterating to the point I made at the very beginning, I don't plan for it to go south. It's just, yeah, that will just be like, yeah, we don't plan to ever trigger it. It's just there. It's just like a one time small expense and i'm happy to pay the full expense for the prenup if that's what it is like the loyal cost or whatever like it doesn't matter that's just a minor thing that shouldn't even affect it it's like what can we use an example that shouldn't affect your relationship like say i don't know i don't i don't have an example here i'm all dead out of ideas right now
0: well say for example if you eat meat and they're veggie
2: oh yeah i mean to be honest yeah i don't i don't know if that would work for me that would be a problem I'm fine with going full veg because I'm already veg like ho- at least half the week. No, but if they eat meat. Well, I when I say that, I want veg on certain days for religious oh. reasons. Oh, okay. But I'm happy. As, well, I wouldn't cook meat when I move out or like if I was living with my partner. So basically, the only thing I'm cooking is veg unless we're getting takeaway, I guess. But that's just how it is. It's entirely up to them what they want to be. But I for example, I have said in the past, I think, that I wouldn't want to be with someone that eats beef.
0: But that's for religious reasons, right?
2: Yeah. Or if I was, I wouldn't kiss them after they had beef. Something like that on the lips.
0: That's fair enough. Aaron, what about you? I, I do not care.
1: You don't care. Can eat what they want.
0: No, say if your girl was veggie, for example. That's fine. And, okay.
1: Oh, well, and she wanted me to stop eating beef. Yeah. yeah what if she didn't kiss you just because you ate beef? I'd stop eating beef.
0: <laughs> what if she did kiss you if you stopped eating meat? Like if you just kept eating? If, what if she wanted you to be veggie? I'd go veggie. Are oh, you
1: weird? If you weigh it up, being with someone I want to be with, or not eating meat, is not com- there's not a competition.
0: That's true, actually.
1: Like if she really believes in that, and she's really like, she's not just saying it to like be a dickhead, you know. Like she really like, it's really like something that bothers her, and that's not it's not an issue for me.
0: What about like if they believe in God and you don't believe in God?
1: Yeah, believe beliefs beliefs. I guess is something it's harder to just change. Like I don't care what their religion is. Okay. but if they had a problem with my what I believed in whether it was I believed in nothing or believed in something I guess that's that's, that's kind of on them really isn't it that's like a problem they've got to deal with because I, I wouldn't have the problem with them doing believing in whatever they want to believe in
0: I guess the issue isn't them the issue is that when you have kids
1: oh well, what their or well, like religion they'll be Yeah. but isn't that a discussion to be had I think you just double barrel it <laughs>
0: so. You can't be a bow and believe in God. No, yeah, so if, in so God.
1: if like one person's Catholic, one person's Hindu, they just become Catholic Hindu. Right?
0: No, what if one person believes in God and one person doesn't believe in God?
1: You
2: teach them about religion and then let them choose when they're old enough. But you may want to raise them. You'll have to agree.
1: I don't think I would enforce a religion on my kids. So I'm a Catholic. I don't think I would ever marry someone and be like, Okay, I want my kids to be Catholic. Like so strongly i think i'm i'm i have a very
2: different opinion on this <laughs> don't know if it's gonna take too much time but basically i'm like i'm fine with whatever religion they are like it doesn't matter if they believe in god or not but i'm sure that the conversation could once again happen to the de- to discuss if they're going
1: to be as aaron said double barrel or something i was joking about a double barrel religion like that's not a thing that's not a thing
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know, <laughs> I know but basically say i was with a christian person like there's parts of things that i guess my parents have always taught us from cr- christianity and stuff and always taken us to like certain churches when they've taken us to india so like they do believe in like jesus and so on um so like i wouldn't be like highly against that i'm happy to teach them both and then if they did want to pick one way or the other when they grew up we'll stick with just following both like they could still go church and temple nothing's stopping them really nowhere does it say that you can't do both in my opinion i just hope that by that i really hope that with someone open-minded enough to understand that as well but yeah i'm more than happy if they were like if the kid just wanted to choose at 18 now nah, they could be like Nah, i don't believe in any god i'm like yeah fine <laughs> like i'm not gonna force it upon you it's gonna just cause more issues if i force it upon you so just carry on with what you're doing yeah so the thing about religion is as well like for me personally like because i always use it as a way to like for example hope or like make trade-offs with god or deals. yeah so like when i go to for example like until covid i would still go every saturday regardless like there'll pretty much be no exception to it so that meant we couldn't start the podcast earlier than a certain time because i'm still going even if that meant i'm waking up super early going to it I'm going to the temple. Yeah. Having that time, because I guess that's like me time or mindfulness. Time. There's time I'll never probably get another th- anywhere else. So like for me, I'm like, nah, it's played such a big part. And for me, at least the way I understand things work, like my deals with God work out one way or the other for the most part. So I'm like, how can I just be like, nah, you probably need to like, as I said, like you could choose a different religion. Say like they, I was with a Christian person and we, we showed them both a lot about Christianity and Hindu, but they chose to be following buddhism they're more than welcome to there's nothing, there's nothing like stopping them it's like if they believe that then who am i to like fully go ahead and stop that i'm not going to force religion down you can't i don't know one religion you can't fully force down someone's throat at a certain age
0: yeah you can't say it. i think it is something that's very personal and it's a personal choice and uh, like you said we're in an open-minded society so i think we should be very mindful of people's decisions i don't think you should ever force someone to believe in god Like, that's not fair on them because you're going saying... You're basically just saying your belief is wrong, which you shouldn't be saying to people in the first place.
2: Yeah, so, for example, like, say they just enjoy coming to the temple with me every Saturday, regardless of whether my partner comes with me to it or not, and they enjoy it, and then they're like, oh, yeah, I also want to light incense sticks at home and everything. Like, I'm not going to stop them. I'll probably encourage it, but obviously I'll be careful with the fire aspect. I do understand that fire and children do not go well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But they may just enjoy it because children um, at temples, they, they enjoy getting... It, especially me as a child i enjoyed getting um the prasad and the sweets yeah you know, like...
0: and i had my temple friends i had friends at temple oh i don't know about that <laughs> oh i had temple friends that i saw every week yeah.
2: there was obviously a point where i stopped leaving but then obviously for me it just worked out the other way but i think i may have said it in another episode but yeah i was just like i don't know like if they because they, they, they will be like in the somewhere in the house there'll be some small temple anyways like and that's just gonna have to be part of the agreement really because and if they obviously wanted a massive cross, or you know, whatever, or a massive Buddha statue, you know, something, they're more than welcome to have it. Like, there's nothing, in my opinion, like there's nothing stopping either of us from believing two different things, but then still coming to a middle ground, and then the child pick when they're old enough.
1: The
0: end of the day is like it doesn't matter what religion it. It all means the same thing. You basically all believe in God, right? Doesn't matter what road you take, you still get to the end destination.
1: Have you seen Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Do you know the uh, housemate agreement? Yeah. Maybe is gonna have some. Like wife, wife agreement <laughs> or marriage agreement document for them to sign.
0: Can you imagine for like section this, um, section four subsection B?
1: No, would no, require a prenup. I... <laughs> there wouldn't be
2: anything like sections in the house or anything like that. You know, there will no no like, in the contracts. Like... We mean sections in the contract. Oh, okay. Or oh, in the contract.
0: Sheldon did that with boilers for anyone who hasn't seen Big Bang Theory. So, but um, Sheldon actually did that to his marriage with Amy. He did uh, a yeah, marriage contract. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if people actually do that. I'm so curious. I,
1: I reckon people definitely that. did that after that show. Like, if they didn't do it before, yeah. I reckon they'll like people that properly like went to the show and ended it.
2: Uh, I think that's bit stupid. <laughs> Wait, if, if, what I'm imagining from what you said, that's
1: it's bare just stupid. like a contract to sign,
2: basically. So, that's like, you're stupid. saying that this part of the house is yours, that part. of the no,
0: house is No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> oh, say a prenup. It's basically like equivalent to prenup, but it just involves more stuff than money.
0: It's like, it's like saying, like, every Tuesday we'll have takeout and saying, like, every two weeks you'll do the vacuuming. Like it could like be deeper little... stuff,
1: like, the children... Yeah, will, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our children will be raised with this religion. Our children will have this surname. Yeah. It's a contract for the couples to agree on. So it's just how you said you'd agree with your partner, whatever, what the children' religion will be in going to temple or having a temple in your house. It'll be a part of the agreement. It'll just be, like, written down kind of thing.
2: We're thinking of this pessimistic cases where the partner's not going to be open-minded, but I'm hoping the partner's going to be very open-minded to a lot of different things anyway. So
1: it's all good, man. It's all good. But what's the difference in getting her to sign a prenup and just getting her to sign this contract? Why do I need her uh, to sign this contract when we could discuss a lot of these things? Can you just discuss beforehand then that you're going to agree not to take each other's money if you divorce? Just the same way you'd agree to have a temple in the house?
2: Say, okay, say it went into a bit bitter breakup here, yeah, and then she just decided like, nah, I'm taking half of her stuff. Or I decided, oh, I'm taking half of her stuff. The, the prenup is designed to basically also never let you get to that stage. Okay. In my opinion. Obviously, I can understand why people see it differently, but in my head, that's how it works right now. But obviously, I can understand your pessimism related to this, but...
1: Surely I'm being optimistic by not asking for a prenup. I'm just like...
2: <laughs> I don't know. But the thing is, like, that's where... I naturally always have a backup plan for everything.
1: Yeah, but if anything, I'd say that's pessimism. But anyway, for our uh, for our 52nd episode, <laughs> I think we've uh, asked a lot of questions. So yeah, how about, should we round up? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so our format is we end each episode with some final questions, a call-out, and then a shout-out. So there's three final questions. So the first one is, if you had the chance to make a documentary, what would it be about?
0: Oh. I would make a documentary about South Asian representation in the media and how many amazing people there are in the media that are trying to actually not even South Asian representation I would say all representation in the media actually I think it would be so nice to showcase creators and other people and platforms that are from a different ethnic minority yeah and just like the work that they do
1: yeah
2: that's awesome I think that'd be cool yeah and the second question is what is one word or phrase to describe yourself
0: Oh, I'm very chatty. If you guys have not told have not cannot tell by this podcast,
2: the length of this episode, <laughs> the length of this is, episode It's <laughs> competing. But it's also
1: because me and Aaron tangent too much.
0: <laughs> no, that's not, they make the best yeah. podcast though.
1: I'm I'm still trying to figure out my grandchildren's surnames. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she keep us updated with that one.
1: The uh, third question is: What has been your most memorable third wheeling experience?
0: Oh, I I feel like. My memorable third wheeling experience is when I've eleventh wheeled people. Yeah,
1: yeah, that counts. That counts as. Well. Oh,
0: yeah. I feel like I'm always a third wheel. I think in my so in one of my really close friends' relationship, I feel like whenever we need to go somewhere, we always need to go somewhere together. So I'm always a third wheel in the car, sit in the back watching movies when it's like a long yeah. drive, and it would just be them two at the front. I just literally feel like they're kids sometimes. Sometimes they're like just watching movies in the back backseat, which i take a nap.
2: <laughs> and the next section is a call out. Where you can choose one or
1: many people to come on the podcast. Hopefully,
0: anyone. So it can be celebrity.
1: It can be. Maybe not realistic, but you, we, we can try. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, how much is it, Dua Lipa, that you really fancied?
2: Really fancy, maybe an over, I um, mean you know, thing. But it's just like
1: can I have a crush on Dua Lipa.
0: Okay, I would say let's get let's bring Dua Lipa just to see how much was. Do you know if we're if, gonna if have
1: you, to uh, Dua Lipa. <laughs> marry Dua Lipa? You should have a prenup because you'll take all her money from. So in that situation, I'll agree. <laughs> I would will agree. Agree, agree to your. Uh, yeah, I'll
2: sign the prenup, but it's not gonna end up like that.
1: Because one kiss is all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Dua, Dua Lipa. If you're... Is that even a real name? Is Dua her... also a real name? I don't oh, me. I know. ask me. Well, I thought you were in love, love with her, fam. You should know this. <laughs> um, well, Dua, if that's her name, yeah. we'll look forward to having you on. Yeah, final, final bits. Bit. So Just a shout out. So, shout out anything you want. Pretty, do you have anything?
0: I have a podcast, if you guys have not realized. It's out pretty personal, so please check it out. Yeah. And also, these guys are amazing, so leave them a review and a oh,
1: yeah. podcast. Yeah, and, and all the links to uh, Pleaty's podcast will be in the description. Right. There's a actually it's actually a Punjabi album.
2: It's called, it's by the prophecy called The Lifestyle. It's a banging album. Go check it out. Haven't listened to it in a while, but there you
1: go. I'm going to shout out a TV series that has been on BBC One recently. It's called A Suitable Boy. Have you heard of it, Irhi.
0: I've heard no. of it. I haven't watched it all. I think I just watched like half an episode. But I really... People are saying it's really good.
1: Finished it a few days ago. So it's based on a novel. And I'm just going to read the description because I won't be good at explaining it. But it's at the dawn of a new age for India. Passionate Lata defies traditions and expectations. Can she choose her own path, her own love, her own future? So, yeah, it's based in like... At the time during like the partition, I believe. Mm. And yeah, this girl... She's getting pressured by like her family to like marry her mom's trying to set her up with a guy, but then there's this is like, she's Hindu, I believe. And there's a Muslim guy that she likes and there's like, is she allowed to do that? And all that kind of stuff. Then there's another boy as well. She, she has three boys like all over her. So lucky girl, but sorry, only six episodes. So, and it's all on BBC iPlayer. So go check that out if you're interested. Um, yeah, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much, Pretty, for coming on.
0: Thank you for having me. I've had so much fun.
1: Sorry if we've like waffled, waffled a bit, and it's dragged no, on. No, I
0: love that. I honestly find them the best podcast is the ones where people go on tangents because it's such a raw conversation, and it's like I, I'm really interested to hear if people actually get the surname thing that we spent 15 minutes <laughs> talking about.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe not. And if your friend wants to be far part of the hype conversation, then tell her she can come on as a guest. No, no, all. no. I was, 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 was
1: semi joking. It's for some a, of that It's a deeper <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, No that's all good Yeah thanks again for coming on Check all the links in the description To the podcast It's pretty personal And yeah Hope you've all enjoyed it And we'll speak to you next week Let's see ya Have a good Bye. day see ya. Bye. Bye Turn around in the mist Cause you might see something but fog And allow all the tricks Go, I can see nothing but love You hit and you miss Girl you spot and you red. I'ma call you Ladybug. Turn round in the mist. Cause you might see something but fog. And allow all the tricks. Girl, I
0: can see you nothing but love.